0: Hi everyone, Uh, I'm Steve Watts and I'm joined today as always by my co-host Ty Patterson. Um, Welcome to the third official Blast podcast and the last one of 2022. Um, It's really been a year of ups and downs for movies um, and we're going to kind of count off our top 10 movies of the year uh, in this pod so... Before we dig into our lists, uh, we're going to start, as always, with our uh, brief
1: overview of what we've watched this week, so let's take it away. Let's do it. As always, I'm a simple man. (laughs) I'll get a few movies in every week. (laughs) My two for the week, um, starting with uh, Get Out, Uh, my younger brother, who has started to kind of emerge as a a horror fan. Awesome. Um, Awesome. So, we want, or he wanted to watch Barbarian, but the family... uh, ended the subscription with uh hbo max
0: oh dude you gotta borrow mine
1: yeah i'll book it <laughs> but um i pivoted to hulu was looking through movies and it was either um get out or um oh it's gonna kill me either way pick get out yeah um that was his choice and from frame one till the end he was all in it was one of those experiences where um you just you know all the great moments are coming and you want to see someone else's reaction oh yeah felt that throughout the entire movie i remember he like clapped when yeah chris smacked the brother with the, the oh, bocce yeah. ball yeah like i remember those moments in the theater yeah. where yeah you know, it's like one of those non-superhero movies that the audience was just all in
0: no yeah
1: so easy a plus great writing great directing um this like kind of like started Jordan Poole or Jordan, yeah, Jordan, Jordan Peele yeah. as like a household name.
0: Yeah, and I also kicked my week off with Get Out. Yeah. Um, Get Out. Yeah, it's awesome. And uh, like Ty said, I mean, it's just start to finish amazing. You start off with the Key Stanfield and like this weird suburban neighborhood, yeah. and I'm just hooked as soon as I hear that creepy '50s music coming out of the car. I watched it with. Um, kate this was our last like movie night um because i graduated now so it was a
1: good one to end on yeah no kidding <laughs> man this is yeah just great movie couldn't say uh enough great things about it definitely yeah. an a plus for me yeah me too me cool. too all right movie number two went to the theater for this one i uh, saw avatar the way of water and for reference i hadn't seen a 3d movie in north of
0: oh, no way you watched 12
1: 3D. yeah um that was the only showing Um, For that time that I could make it, I went with my my best bud. Uh, You know, it's kind of our thing to see movies when we're back in town. Dane. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, And I was really upset about the 3D, but I didn't say anything because he bought the tickets. Right. took me about 10 minutes to get adjusted to the the 3D because I'm not a fan. But once my eyes adjusted, I was just immersed in what everyone has been saying as like the most visually pleasing movie ever and yeah. everyone's right it almost exceeded expectations on how beautiful james cameron captured this world and and expanded on what he had already built in '09. Yeah. it was genuinely worth the 13 year wait um as a person that did not love the first movie uh, this is a pleasant surprise, and I'm genuinely excited for the sequel, and I was not awesome. expecting to feel that way. That's awesome. Um,
0: I'm seeing it tomorrow, so, okay. yeah, then I'll be able to get more thoughts. Well,
1: to be honest with you, I'm, like, anticipating, like, I didn't even ask you about seeing the movie, because yeah. I have a feeling you're going to be like, wow, that was dog shit. Really? Yeah. Dude, no way. Yeah. Um, I but, loved the first one. Did you? I actually did, yeah. Okay, then... I think you'll love it. All right. It doubles down on everything that works, and I think it eliminated some of the, the weaknesses. I think it's a better story. The characters are better written. It's not as cliche or, like... I know a lot of people complain that the first one was basically just Dances with Wolves or Pocahontas.
0: Yeah, and the first one was a White Savior movie, too. Yes.
1: That is pretty much gone, because awesome. now Sam Worthington's character has become, like, right. the yeah. Avatar. Yeah. So So awesome. that's, that's gone. Yeah, B+. I enjoyed it. Great.
0: Awesome, yeah. Um... I had a pretty eventful movie week, uh, so I like I said I started with Get Out, and then I moved on to my favorite horror movie of all time, Caro or Pulse uh, in English. Um, it's about kind of like spirits overflowing into the real world through the internet. Um, and It's just really haunting. I mean, I showed it to Ty uh, earlier this year, and I, I I'm just in love with that movie. I think it's amazing. Um,
1: a plus for me. Yeah, I mean I don't love it as much as you do, but genuinely one of the like more creepy disturbing movies I've seen in a long time and there's yeah. zero jump scares yeah
0: no jump scares
1: yeah I, I'm guessing a lot of you know our audience has not seen that movie <laughs> right, it's yeah. definitely a Steve movie it is um, check this one out is it on Prime it's on
0: pretty much anywhere for free okay. I think I watched it on YouTube when I
1: oh really it. yeah so yeah check um, this one out it, it's a it's a sleeper pick it is it is um alright then I watched Hereditary uh, I'm looking at your grade right now. I'm sick to my stomach,
0: of course. Uh, yeah, I give Hereditary a C. Um, I, it's just boring at times. It The pacing drags. I get the family drama. I don't think it works that well. Uh.
1: <laughs> yeah, we'll yeah, we'll talk later. <laughs> Fini- yeah, go ahead finish it.
0: Um, all right, uh, yeah, Hereditary, to me, I think it's not Ari Aster's best work. I think Bidsummer really outshines this one. Um and just in general, uh, it's it's full of great performances, and just it's it's not an engaging enough plot, I think, to really keep me invested the whole time. It's disgusting. All right. It's a disgusting take, right. but yeah. move on. Go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, after that, I watched uh, Amsterdam, which is the new stacked cast David O. Russell movie. Um, it just mid. There's not really much else to say about it. It's disappointing that it's mid, considering how many people are in there. Yeah it didn't look good i didn't even bother seeing it It's not it's not really worth your time i gave it a c minus like yeah um then i followed that up with the northman uh which i gave an a minus this time i i love the northman it testosterone is testosterone yeah dude it's it's awesome and that's we'll we'll touch on that later in this list not to spoil anything but um yeah not sure And then, uh, I finished off the week with Escape from New York, the last John Carpenter movie that I hadn't seen yet. Um, Okay, what did you think? I loved it. Carpenter's amazing. Like, he is truly one of a kind. Yeah. And, oh man, this movie is just awesome, dude. Like, Snake Plissken, talk to your (laughs) Sigma. (laughs) Talk to your Sigma.
1: Yeah, Uh, I mean, I can't really argue with that. (laughs) I, I... I saw the one as a kid, so... Donald
0: Pleasance plays the president. Yeah. It's, it's awesome. It's awesome. Um... I love it. Yeah. Uh, all, all right. right. So, I think we can just dive right into our list now. Um, we're gonna try and keep the discussions brief for these first, like, five or so, uh, just to make sure the pod doesn't run, like, way too long. Um, but we'll try and go a little more in-depth in some of the movies that we have in common in our lists, and, uh, the ones really at the top of the top. Um... So, yeah. Uh, also, notably, I, I did want to point out I haven't seen a couple of movies yet that I think could make it into my top ten if I had a chance to. Okay. Um, okay. And that is uh, Emancipation, um, which is the new Will Smith movie on Apple TV. Um, wow. I yeah. forgot about that. Yeah. No, it looks... I've heard he gives a great performance. So I believe That's it. great. And then um, After Sun, which is Paul Mescal. <laughs> for people that don't know, that's the guy from Normal
1: People. If yeah. you've seen that,
0: right. And um, then lastly, we have uh, Avatar: The Way of the Water, and, like I talked about in the Whale, uh, which is yeah the
1: start of the Renaissance. So, dude, I'm heartbroken that I haven't seen that one. And yeah. I feel like that would have been an easy like top fiver for me. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, Bren- Brendan's awesome. Just awesome to see him back in the mix. You yeah. know. All right, yeah, so like Steve mentioned, we're going to kind of do this, like, PTI style without the timer, um, especially for these first, like, you know, three to five movies. Yeah. I mean, you guys are more interested in the movie, um, not necessarily the analysis, so let's just jump right into it. All uh right. Steve, what's your 10th what's your best movie of the year?
0: Yeah, so I actually had a tie for my 10th between X and Pearl because they're basically the same movie, and I think I... Prefer Pearl a little more, but Kid Cudi puts X in my top ten. <laughs> um, I think he was awesome in that. Uh, I oh, absolutely man. loved him. Um, Ty West is amazing. He's actually my most watched director this year, and he's also like one of my highest rated. Um, I kind of went on a binge and watched pretty much everything he's made, um, and he's just like a fundamentally great filmmaker. I think he masters the slow burn, um, and I think his finales always pay off. So. There's also a really great cast in both, like I said, Kid Cudi, um, but also Mia Goth gives an amazing performance in Pearl, um, and one that I think is going to stick with me for
1: a while. Good to know. Yeah, um, I actually didn't get a chance to see either one, so I'm embarrassed, but that's all right. Moving to my number 10. Don't know if you caught this one, but I saw Bullet Train and genuinely had a great time. This was... $5 $5 Tuesday uh, movie night for me.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, just the perfect $5 movie, really. It's awesome. basically Diet Tarantino. If you like the nonlinear storytelling, the quippy jokes, the, like, eccentric, um, elongated dialogue, um, I, I just genuinely had a great time. I think it's a fun yeah. movie, and if you go in with lower expectations or just for a good time, yeah. you'll enjoy it.
0: And I, I, I had a great time at that movie. It didn't yeah. crack into my top ten, and I think that's it was probably, like, top 20, but I think that's also, I, I've i seen a few more movies than you I, I Quite a few more. <laughs> but, um, alright, yeah, uh, moving on to number 9, I had Decision to Leave, which is, uh, Park Chan-wook's Return to the Big Screen, uh, he's, he directed Old Boy, um, for those of you who aren't familiar, and he, I mean, this, every, every shot of this movie is just oozing with his style. Dude. It is incredible. he, ah, man, it's hard to even describe how he just involves the viewers in every scene, and it's just like it keeps you engaged, and at first, like, leaving this movie, I didn't love it, because it plays out like a miniseries, like, I was like, this is three different movies, and I wasn't really on board with that, but as, like, time has gone on, I've thought about this movie more and more and i've really come to love uh
1: what i saw good to know this one really upset me because it wasn't showing in any of the marcus theaters around me and this is one i really wanted to see so it's on my list but never got around to it yeah with that said my number nine is way out there way different than your number nine but jackass forever um owner of the worst trailer of all time yeah dude (laughs) that's not even a bad take but the only reason this is on the list is because I haven't laughed like this in north of seven years is it partially due to me just being a miserable human being <laughs> it might be but I, I we rolled like five six deep to this yeah. movie and I mean we were just cracking up the entire time and it deserved a spot I usually don't put comedies as my top 10 but it just yeah. felt right
0: you know that's fair <laughs> um and speaking of comedies uh my number eight is barbarian which that's an underrated comedy it is it's an underrated like that's pretty much as dark as you can get right yeah but um i loved it uh it's gonna appear later in ty's list um so we'll talk about it more there definitely
1: all right cool uh my number eight uh, i just saw this one another five dollar tuesday movie for me i saw the menu yeah i've been wanting to dude um Ray Fiennes is just unbelievable. Anya Taylor-Joy gives a great performance. I genuinely could have watched this movie if it was just two hours of them, like, cooking yeah. and showcasing food. Really? It was just the cherry on top that it was a thriller-slash-horror movie, yeah. you know, kind of intertwined. Yeah. Very wow. simple movie, just a great time. I'm Nic- definitely going to check that out. Um, one more point. Nicholas Holt plays arguably the biggest asshole in... The year in twenty twenty two, and I think that's up there with Justin Long, in Barbarian? <laughs> yes, I think it might be worse. <laughs> Jesus, it's pushing it, right. but yeah.
0: All right, is he worse than my number seven, The Northman? Is, do you think he's worse than uh,
1: Fuelnier? <laughs> no, I dude, I would argue that Nicole Kidman's character is a that's bigger fair. asshole. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah, okay. um, but The Northman also
0: appears later in Ty's list, um, so we'll touch on that later again um but i gave that an a minus it's the start of like the real top tier movies
1: for me definitely um you know i'm i'm looking at this list right now you know i think we should just kind of t- dive into this one my number 7 your number 6 um the new scream movie the yeah. fifth one in the franchise um it's funny i you know i didn't love the scream franchise growing up i love the first one the first couple, I just don't think I was ready for. I think if I revisited, I'd love them. Dude, you will. With that said, I loved Five. I know that Craven had passed, but they really did a great job honoring his work. And I know you're the biggest Scream fan, so yeah. I'd love to hear your thoughts. No, I'm,
0: a, I'm not even the biggest Scream fan. I'm just the biggest Craven fan. Yeah. Um, and I, I just loved everything they did in this. They found a way to actually get the party i have a big banner that said four west on it and i was i was like come on that's just creative it's awesome (laughs) i think that they really captured what made the scream movies so special when craven was uh still helming them and it's just that kind of like funny like whodunit aspect that goes along with the, the scariness and um, scream has never really been that scary to me, and I don't think that this tried to make it overly scary, which is what I was scared they'd do. I was scared that they'd try and be, like, too serious about it, but they, I think, really kept that, like, kind of meta outlook on
1: it. Yeah, and I'm glad you mentioned that meta aspect. I think they did a great job playing into all those nostalgic yeah. sequel tropes. Um, yeah. yeah, it just, it was a proper Scream sequel. Yeah, yeah. it was, it, it its was. Job.
0: And, I'm realizing now that r seven and six are just swapped. You had scream five at seven and Northman at six. I had Northman at seven and scream five at
1: six. Um, yeah. So, so Northman, yeah. Let me dive in. Uh, this is the first A minus on my list, um, approaching that A territory. I mentioned it before. Just, just the the mega testosterone movie. Yeah. But I just had a great time. This is this is what happens when you give. A very talented director that does a lot of niche horror movies, mm-hmm. the keys, and a lot of money to do yeah. it. I think this is the best revenge tale since probably Django. Yeah. I just left the theater like I don't know if amped is the right word, no, but amped is the right word. Just had an awesome time yeah. watching, you know, this this Viking like inspired by Norse mythology yeah. revenge tale. No, I remember I I'd been having a bad day and I was I texted Ty and I was like, hey. Is the
0: Northman gonna cheer me up or am I gonna go in there and just be miserable and just not not have a good time? And he was like, Nah, dude, you're gonna love it. And I went and I was just grinning ear to ear after the wolf scene where (laughs) the Northman just farts.
1: I was like, What is this? (laughs) I I I, um I had a great time with this one and I have a horrible case of recency bias right now. I think this could have been closer to the top three if i had seen it more recently
0: yeah that's fair and i've revisited it a few times um i think yeah man it's awesome and just like that first battle scene too yeah. like that unbreaking take of him just catching the spear throwing it back and then climbing up the wall and oh yeah just going on a
1: massacre like we're also forgetting a very underrated element of this movie ethan Hawke, our ethan boy Hawk, dude yeah Ethan Hawke is the best, yeah. honestly. Um, and Willem, Willem Defoe's in yeah, this movie too. That's right. Yeah. I just love great cast. Uh, <laughs> but just wanted to give Ethan Hawke some love. Yeah. Because I, spoiler warning, there's no black phone anywhere to be seen here. So oh, shoot. Yeah, I yeah. didn't think about that. Honorable mention for me. Wow. But we'll yeah. di- we'll dive into those later. All right. Yeah. But cool. Um, all
0: yeah. right. Moving on to our top five. Uh, we're gonna. If you're okay with it go a little more in depth in these uh just because i mean this is really the best of the best kind of so uh starting us off at my number five is letter to a pig
1: <laughs> all right steve before you dive in i think everyone needs to understand that This is going to be a lot of, you know, Skip Bayless, Shannon Sharp between the two of us. We have a lot of arguments over what determines, you know, what is a good movie. And a lot of these movies Steve recommends that are, you know, his favorite of the year or favorite of all time, you haven't seen them. You probably will never see them, but (laughs) you just need to go in understanding that there are a couple obscure takes yeah. Steve, I think you need to explain what "Letter to a Pig" is about.
0: Yeah, so uh, "Letter to a Pig" is a fr- or to a pig is a French-Israeli short film. Um, it's it's animated uh, and it was a highlight from uh, the Chicago International Children's Film Festival uh, from Facets, where I have worked in the past, um, and it was beautifully animated all the way through, and the symbolism was amazing. It's about um, this uh, Jewish person from World War Two, who goes into this classroom full of high schoolers and tells this story of basically the Nazis chasing him into this barn and him having nowhere to hide, and he hides behind this pig, and the pig, like, shields him, and then the Nazis can't find him. And he's like, explaining how, like, impactful this was, and you're seeing, like, these high school kids just laugh. And then it goes down this, like, kind of metaphorical, like, symbolic journey of all these classmates kind of like stepping in and like meeting the pig in like this dream world it's awesome it is it moved me so much I felt myself tearing up towards the end and when
1: I was watching it just the whole way through I was like this is just really special that's good to know I mean again full transparency I'm probably never going to see this because you know it's so obscure and out there um hard to find some of your you know favorites yeah but I I believe you that it's top five worthy. Yeah, you know I may I may hate Steve's takes, but when I actually sit down and watch them, I do enjoy them. Like I I consider myself like the people's you know movie review guy. Like I think a lot of my favorites will end up on your top tens. That doesn't mean I I can't go toe to toe with Steve. I'll I'll watch and appreciate. Yeah. A lot of your movies.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: All right, with that said, um, mine isn't an Israeli short film for children. Um, I already addressed this. It's the biggest movie of 2022, Avatar, The Way of Water. Um, I already explained kind of my theater experience, but, um, again, I'll just dive in. It's visually breathtaking. Um, It's the only 3D movie I felt was, like, worthy of a 3D experience. I didn't get to see the first one in theaters. Maybe that's why I didn't like it as much. Yeah. But, you know, this time around with... The first one, I had a lot of issues with the story. I was just more, you know, encapsulated and engrossed in the visuals. Yeah. This time around, I bought into the story. You know, Sam Worthington's character, Jake Sully, he's he's built a family. Yeah. And it really focuses on their family dynamic, the culture of the Na'vi, the Avatar people. Yeah. Um, you just feel more engulfed in the world. And maybe that's because I finally got to see it in a theater. Yeah. But just truly enjoyable theater experience i don't know if they've spoiled who the villain is but i feel like they did a really good job of explaining um the villain um explaining his motives there are a couple side characters that you know make you relate to or you know uh empathize with yeah. the villain yeah a lot of things that i didn't feel were um present in the first movie
0: yeah and um i will say uh Nathan Zad, one of my favorite YouTubers, made a video saying, like, that Avatar The Way of the Water is getting a lot of hate online before it came out about just, like, being a movie. And he made this whole video defending it, and I was like, you know, like, maybe I am really hyped for Avatar. Like, I was kind of, like, just like, yeah, I'll see it, and now I'm really looking forward to seeing it tomorrow. Um, I think it's gonna be a great experience.
1: Yeah, and, you know, I think people are starting to almost give it the Marvel treatment that the Marvel movie should be getting. Yeah. Like, oh, it's a big budget movie that doesn't focus. It's more style over substance. Yeah. But it's, you know, an original story. Yes, yeah. it's becoming a bigger IP now that Disney's acquired it. But the thing it, is, though, too, and Zed brought this up in his video, is that, like,
0: this is probably the only big franchise we have left where you don't entirely know what to expect.
1: Correct. Like going it, And that's so special. And yeah. it, you know, I know... You know, everyone has their opinions on James Cameron, but you can't deny that he is an awesome storyteller that's he is. pretty much undefeated um, in his filmography. And I, I'm excited to see what he does. I really think that the sequel is going to live up to this one if they ever release it. Three, cause... four,
0: five 5, on the way.
1: Yeah, well, I'm I'm concerned because between all the hate for Cameron, the fact that it probably is going to have a tough time reaching $2 billion, Yeah, I could see them canning um, those movies. I hope not. Um, I trust, well, I don't really trust Disney, but if it was in the hands of a different studio, I'd feel better about it. Yeah. We'll see. But great movie regardless. Awesome. Yeah. Um,
0: all right then. My number four, uh, is Bodies, 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 an A24 classic. Oh my Lord. Dude, why? (laughs) You haven't even seen it. Yes, I have. You have? Oh yeah. You didn't like it? No. Wow. That's a shame. Okay.
1: It's fun and it pokes, I, you know, I don't want to steal your review or anything, but, the ending is funny but it really does taint the experience for me it wasn't worth it the ending was not worth it
0: I think I saw this four times in theaters with different people every time okay I get that though all of that like I brought everybody to this and everybody i watched it with loved it like I went with uh, my friends the first time and everybody was just dying laughing the whole time then I took my sister uh, who like hates scary movies and she was really nervous about it and she loved it because it's it's really not a scary movie no. and i think it was mismarketed as that um and then uh my mom asked me if i wanted to go i was like yeah sure and i went one more time just for shits and gigs
1: so you know it's funny i i think it's really you know if you haven't seen it yet i think it is a good theater movie like it it's is, a good movie to go see is. in the theaters but for like the comp or like the premise without spoiling anything it's essentially just a big game of mafia but people actually oh, yeah. die yeah, and it's a is among us. Yes, literally, literally <laughs> do. I, you know, and there is, and it pokes fun at our generation a lot. Yeah. Um, which is so refreshing and just validating <laughs> because people can frustrate me. Honestly. And,
0: but, but the thing is, too, it doesn't like feel like disrespectful in that, like poking fun. Like, it's not like, does oh, it the like right you way. You guys are awful, but it's like a, like, yeah, like take a step back and laugh at yourself for a second. I think it does that really well, uh, which is pretty hard to pull off. um and there were a lot of great moments in the theater um for those of you who've seen it like i don't know if i've been in a theater that's laughed as hard at something than the upper middle class scene oh Um, so good (laughs) like there are just a lot of great one-liners i can remember from it that i think are gonna stick with me for a while this was i think one of my favorite movies of the summer um along with marcel the shell
1: so. I think I got screwed over with Bodies, 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 because not only did I go alone, no one wanted to see it with me, but yeah. the theater experience was just lousy. You know, it was packed, mm-hmm. but no one was laughing except me, so I felt, like, isolated. <laughs> yeah, that's Like, I I was enjoying something that I shouldn't have been. Um, that's a shame. Yeah, I think that that kind of plays into it. Like, it's a fun movie, but it wasn't enough to be my top ten. Yeah,
0: that's fair. Yeah. Um, all right, you're number four.
1: Yeah, uh, you mentioned it before, but Barbarian, awesome. and I adore this movie it is one of my favorite horror movies now and i i don't know if i really want to dive into why i love it because i think this movie works better when you don't know anything about it so you know maybe watch the trailer i don't think it really gives anything away but what was so special about it was the theater experience that first time watching it yeah um there are a lot of i would say jaw-dropping moments towards Mm -hmm. the middle of the movie oh yeah some great some great editing elite cinematography there's there's some like non-linear storytelling at times too that that just really works and plays into the tension i mentioned this is i think i mentioned that this is one of the scariest movies i've ever seen i don't think so there are no jump scares but i I was scary oh dude i i i was freaking out but i think it was partially due to all the tension um I don't know. I yeah. was I was engulfed in the story in in the movie itself. God, dude, I loved. I I just loved every second of
0: this. I've shown it to. I've recommended and shown it to as many people as I yep. could. I we had a boys' night a while ago, and I <laughs> I pulled it up, and everybody was just screaming
1: like just like oh no yeah yeah. Um, it's one of those movies that you yeah. just want to share with as many people. as Really, you can. really, and it's so great at subverting expectations. And I think the
0: editing is a great part of that. Um, I think this is. Up there with the best edited movie of all time.
1: That's um, that's not a ridiculous take at all. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um, I wish it was a little scarier, personally. Um, yeah, I guess. I, I didn't really feel that uh, scariness.
1: I felt like it was just a good, like, kind of action suspense movie. So, I would argue that the first half is far scarier than the second half. Yeah. I think that it could have done a better job scaring me after, um, you know... A big moment that happens in the, in the middle of the movie yeah, yeah but i think that's part of the fun like it switches genres almost yeah giving anything away
0: and um i i do have to mention the first time i saw this um it was a great theater experience everybody oh, was yeah. just like gasping and stuff but i went with one of my friends and she went home afterwards, and her roommate was studying for a breastfeeding exam in anatomy the next day. And she like just ran out. She was she couldn't do it. Oh my god, dude! Talk
1: about bad timing. <laughs> Honestly, that's disgusted.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, it has elements from some of the best horror movies, but the one that came to mind, speaking of breastfeeding, was uh, I guess not breastfeeding, but uh, don't breathe. There are a couple oh, yeah. of really disturbing. Ugh elements of that movie that show that me. guy's in avatar <laughs> yeah yeah dude Ugh. yeah yeah love the movie uh just
0: yeah. weirdly the third time i've talked about don't breathe in the past two days really yeah
1: i has been coming up a lot lately uh that that scene really disturbing but i think that's a super underrated horror movie that no one talks oh, yeah. about yeah
0: yeah absolutely the tension unmatched
1: yes that's a, that was a great theater experience alright sorry All right, I don't, Yeah, yeah yeah, let's keep it moving
0: yeah cause we're onto our top three now um and yeah should, I, I'm just gonna kick it off uh, my number three is another highlight from the Chicago International Children's Film Festival um this I believe won something at cons um and it is a Portuguese non-verbal animated short called Ice Merchants um I gave this movie an A plus oh <laughs> I, it's This has to win the best animated short at the Oscars. It is amazing um, i 've watched it three or four times and cried every single time. Um, it is about these two uh, this dad and his son who live in a house on the side of a mountain and um, they live like this fantastical life where they skydive into town every day and they sell ice that they freeze because they're up so high on the mountain. And um, so they skydive into town, they sell their ice, they buy hats, and they just go back up. And that's the majority of the movie, but there's a lot of great visual storytelling because this is a nonverbal film, um, and there's such a powerful narrative that it that comes across, um, especially with like kind of learning that the mom is no longer really in the picture for them and um it's it's just a real heartbreaker. I I absolutely loved it.
1: Yeah, as you mentioned this is another Steve movie. So, I haven't seen it and you know, I I you have access to a lot of, you know, short films that a lot of people don't get access to or aren't right. even aware of. So, I love when you bring these movies up as much as it frustrates me yeah. I can't really speak to them. Yeah. But um with that said, I think this is a perfect transition into, you know, my number three and be- this is
0: also my number two right. uh, i just want to throw it out there
1: so maybe you are normal yeah. but the batman is my number three <laughs> or mo- er, my third favorite movie of the year and i you know it'd be easy to talk about you know pattinson being you know just a great batman that it's a very well-made movie arguably the best made batman movie in my mm-hmm. opinion yeah great gordon great Catwoman. Um a lot of the side characters are great. Falcon, I think they did the mob right. They did. Um but I there's an element that I want to talk about and I'm sure you'll touch upon this too is this was arguably one of the more inspiring movies I've seen at it least was, this yeah. year but maybe ever. I you know there's an, a narration scene where Batman talks about becoming more <laughs> Yeah. And, and becoming a signal for hope and I'm just I'm all in on that now. And it's, yeah. It, like, became a motivation for me.
0: Yeah. And I, I, I love that message because you go into this movie and you see the trailer of, who are you? I'm vengeance. Boo, boo, boo. You know? Yeah. Just beats the crap out of that guy. And then you watch this and it's all about him learning to that he needs to not just be this force of violence, that he needs to find other ways to help the city. Right. And I think... I think it's really powerful, and I think it, I it really
1: hit home for me. I loved it. Um, there are a couple elements that, you know, I I have this marked as an A, not an A plus, and oh. a few a few pointers. Again, I love this movie, so I these aren't actual real complaints. These are just reasons why it's not perfect to me. Yeah, I think the movie worked better if it didn't have a big action set piece at the end where Batman has to you know beat the shit out of a bunch of I don't Riddler know. Riddler guards um i just i love that it was a detective story not this yeah big action movie and i feel like it was starting to turn into that i love the scene i just the movie felt long and i feel like that was an element of the story that could be pulled one more thing that did not need to be in it was the joker cameo it really bothered me that they went that route you know if you want to have them in a sequel fine i just think you know we're kind of jokered out right now yeah. And yeah that's fair it was it's not this was Riddler's movie. I didn't need to see a team up. We already have the Penguin. Where there's elements of Catwoman, the mob, yeah. maybe even the courts of or the Court Court of owls. owls. Yeah, I feel like there were elements of that. I didn't need to see another Joker in this movie.
0: And so here's my defense of both of those: is this big like action set piece you're talking about really only lasts like a minute and a half? Mm. Like it's it's pretty short, and I think that the longer part of that is him going down and leading the
1: people of the city out of this like wreckage great message okay but my my other issue with that that i didn't mention is i love that the riddler's motivations throughout the movie were about taking down these rich assholes that were running the city why blow up the harbor and start drowning regular civilians why not yeah okay that that's my problem with it you know I don't know it, I
0: think that it's more so a just like everybody deserves to pay like ev- nobody is not corrupt is I think his his thought process I love it but i I'm also gonna say real quick about that action set piece that's the big payoff moment of the who are you on vengeance yeah and I think that's like seeing Pattinson's face under the mask just be like fuck is like that that was one of my favorite movie or moments of the movie and i couldn't stop
1: smiling through this entire thing it's a great um, point yeah you and, know what's funny is you know because it's not in the dcu and it was a separate entity i genuinely believed for a moment when he was gonna cut the cord yeah and, like when he electrocuted himself i really thought that he was dead yeah I and that so they too. were just gonna do a standoff I batman movie. i thought so too and i was like
0: wow i i was ready to just be like that's awesome yeah and then yeah, I don't know. Maybe the Batman becomes something more. Yeah, but we'll see. Here we go. Um, so that was Ty's number three and my number two, so I guess it's off to you again for your number two.
1: Okay, and Steve, I'm not even sure you've seen this movie. I have not, that no. That is just disgusting, but it's America's favorite movie, Top Gun Ugh. Maverick. Um, what's not to love about this movie? Um you know, a lot of people say they don't make them like they used to and this is definitely one of those movies He's countering it. I know. It's so corny <laughs> but it's true, man. Tom Cruise really understands not only just action set pieces but how to involve the audience in these big moments. You know, everyone knows now that there's really no CGI in this movie. It's all in in focus in camera, um, practical effects. They're all in the they're all in the cockpit. They're they're not flying the planes, but it appears that way. You know, they all got trained by the Navy and went through all these rigorous courses. And I think knowing that made it a better experience. But it's also paired with a really heartwarming, simple, but very heartwarming story um, between not only Cruise, but Miles Teller, and even uh, a surprise cameo from Val Kilmer. They just honored the franchise in a way that didn't feel like a lot of these nostalgia bait sequels. And I loved it. All right.
0: You know, maybe one day, maybe one day. We'll trade. I'll get you to watch, like, some absolutely absurd, sad movie, and you'll get me to watch Top Gun in return. You
1: know, and I think part of the reason why you're so hesitant, maybe, is the first Top Gun. Yeah, I did but, not. I hated the first one. So did I, though. And I love this sequel. So take that with a grain of salt. All it's right. a great movie. Yeah,
0: no, I will. Um, All right, then. Moving on. Um, well, yeah. we have
1: the same number one, so. We do,
0: but uh, first we... Had some honorable mentions. I have a lot more than Ty. Uh, I think this Shocking. was a great movie or a great year for movies. Um, I loved a lot of them. My first honorable mention really went under the radar for the most part, and that's Marcel the Shell with Shoes On. Uh, literally, just my heart was born for like weeks after that. And um I just loved it. I loved it for so many reasons. I also, i said the black phone was on his. I completely forgot that was in 2022. I saw that five times and I love Scott Derrickson. That's probably like, it's probably my number 11. Okay. Um, cause I don't know if I can pick it over X and Pearl just cause those were so fun. But, um, the black phone and Marcel the shell were great. Um, I also have speak no evil on here, which is a Danish uh, horror film shutter original. Go, go watch it. If you have kids and you'll be changed for life. Um, <laughs> And then Men, A24 Classic, VHS 99, I think did exactly what that franchise has been doing forever, which is providing a lot of smaller filmmakers a chance to expand and put their stuff in a better, like, I don't know, vehicle to uh, show it to more people. Um, and then Brian and Charles, which is about an uh, Irish inventor who makes a uh, AI for himself and they go on like... Cabbage Adventures, another of. short film. No, that one's that was feature length. Okay, that's great. Um, and then lastly, Violent Night, which is the David Harbor flick
1: that recently came out. I loved it. Um, I thought it was a great time in the theater. Awesome, cool. That makes me feel a lot better that you have Violent Night in there, a movie that's not really getting a lot of love from both critics and majority of audiences are not loving it, even though it's a great experience. Yeah, I think that's a perfect segue into my um, only honorable mention of the year. Ambulance. One of uh, my
0: bottom five of the year.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um this movie's not good, everyone. It's not good. But it's an awesome time. It's essentially Speed with Keanu Reeves, if you've seen it, the uh, mid-90s movie. Um just an awesome action movie with really over the top, over dramatic performances, uh really cool like action set pieces. Uh, the majority of the movie takes place in an ambulance with a lot of absurd bullshit action scenes. You know, Steve's going to mention all of these things, all of his complaints. You know, he may hate all those elements, but I happen to love them. It was just a good theater experience.
0: The only thing I'm going to say about this movie is I think that the ending sums it up perfectly. And it is legitimately, like, shot for shot the same as the Dear Sister sketch from SNL. (laughs) Of just, like, who's it, Sheila Buff, uh, Hader, Samberg, and Bill Hader just shooting each other and just, like, laying on the ground looking at each other dead. Like, that's all that this movie
1: is, and it's... Oh, God, I, I did not have any fun with it. It's dumb fun, and <laughs> y- you have no soul if you don't have a good time with it. One more honorable mention to the greatest movie of 2022, Black Adam. Um, greatest DC, greatest superhero movie of all time. Oh, Please go Lord. watch it. The Rock is is not lying about the, the financial element. You know, God. it's definitely profitable.
0: Yeah, I, I want to do a bottom 10 of the year now yeah
1: and that one's showing up yeah easily (laughs) Um, okay cool all
0: right and then we have the same number one like ty said um and this seems like just a shoe in i mean this has to win like every award right it will the and it is uh everything everywhere all at once um it is I'll, i'll kick it off with my theater experience I was sobbing, (laughs) like, I went to see this with my mom, um, and for those of you who don't know, it is very much a, like, mother-child relationship movie, and, like, I was just bawling the entire time, um, I, oh, man, um, and I had to exit out the side door, I couldn't, I couldn't compose myself enough to walk through the lobby at the end of this movie, and it was, it was really special, nothing's really hit me like that before, besides a ghost story,
1: so... Well, I didn't have the same experience with the ghost story, so this was the only time, you know, I I went into a theater and bawled my eyes out, and I did it twice. Yeah. Like, I, it, it got me both times. There's wow. just... There's too much heart. It's A lot of things hit way too close to home. Yeah. Just a very emotional, but very well-told emotional story.
0: Yeah, and it's just... It's so creatively done. Yeah. And I think... My mom was very hesitant going into this because she hates all of the Marvel stuff with the multiverse. It's A24's multiverse story. It is, and it does it so much better. Like, it is so, like, they do it in a way that feels, like, very easy to understand.
1: And I think that that's really hard to do. It's funny because not only is Evelyn one of my favorite superheroes, but yeah. I think this, if you consider it to be one, it's one of the best, if not the best superhero movie of all time. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's just the great hero's journey. Yeah. Um, and... You know, I, you know, I mentioned that it was 824 is like superhero movie, but um, just another great element to it is this is one of those movies where since I've seen it, I still have the same memorable scenes that hit me then yeah. pop over my head every single day. Yeah. The rock scene the mother-daughter argument out, outside the laundromat at the mm-hmm. end, the laundry and taxes scene. There are yeah. just so many heartfelt, emotional moments. Yeah, no, and
0: uh, you mentioned the laundry and taxes, and that also pays uh, homage to one of my favorite filmmakers of all time, Wong Kar Wai, um, and they shoot that a lot like he does in uh, King Express right. and a little bit of Fallen Angels. But, um it was, I was like, wow, this is amazing. I'm getting laundering taxes tattooed, uh, hopefully sometime soon. Um, and yeah, I mean, you, you talked about those scenes. I think the, the best scene for me was the, um, when the daughter drops that you could be anywhere doing anything. So like, why are you here with me right now? That's the scene that made me cry both times. That's the one. Oh man, I'm choking up, (laughs) but, um, it's so good. And then Fighting like Waymond is another great one um
1: <laughs> yeah fighting with love oh my yeah, god that yeah. scene again just such a powerful movie if you haven't seen it please go watch it yeah it will be one of your favorite like movie experiences it's t- it, it genuinely is it is it piece. is it is I mean I'm I really am like getting tearing up
0: just thinking about that some of those scenes um, right. and you know you also. In fighting like Wayman, we have to mention short round data from the Goonies is back in action and better than ever.
1: Yeah, oh. so for reference, um, short round, like if you, you've probably seen them in Temple of Doom or uh, the Goonies, like Steve mentioned, but. He retired from acting, what, 30 years ago? Yeah. And he came back for this movie, and that should have been our first sign that it was going to be something special. And he
0: saw, real quick, I did want to say, he said that he was inspired to come back to acting when he saw
1: Crazy Rich Asians, which is just, like, a great, great story. Cool. And, I mean, I would argue that this is a way better, you know, Asian representation story than Crazy Rich Asians, but regardless, just just really special to see him back in action just really special movie i'm so glad i went in blind i didn't see any trailers so when it became a a multiverse movie but with a lot of emotion that you don't see in a lot of superhero movies it just it floored me
0: honestly and there's just so many elements of this that were so funny too like you have these emotional beats like we're talking about that were like really hit us but then you also have like Scenes with the IRS Otter of the Month <laughs> butt plug trophy and the um just Jamie Lee Curtis and the hot dog hands romance is hilarious. Like Yes. There's just everything everything is in this movie. Um and it was really special and I'm I'm so glad you enjoyed it. I haven't heard anybody who said like, Oh yeah, like it was okay. Right. Everybody I've talked to who has seen it has just been like, This was amazing.
1: I mean, you couldn't say it better. It's yeah. it's just one of the greats. Yeah. Alright, I mean, so just let's do a re- quick recap yeah. right now if you want to give out your top ten.
0: Yeah, um, so my top ten starts with number ten being uh, X and Pearl, uh, and then my number nine is Decision to Leave, number eight, Barbarian, number seven, The Northman, number six, uh, Scream 5, number five, Letter to a Pig, number four, Bodies, 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 number three, Ice Merchants, Number two, The Batman, and number one, Everything Everywhere All at Once.
1: All right. Number ten, I'm going to try and do this off the dome. We got um, Bullet Train, number nine, Jackass Forever, number eight, The Menu, number seven, I'm already, there we go. Is the number seven your Northman or mine? Number seven's your Scream 5. Number seven, Scream 5, number six, The Northman, number five, Avatar 2, number four was Barbarian, number three was batman Mm -hmm. number two was top gun maverick and number one was everything everywhere
0: yeah all right
1: yeah well thanks for listening everyone yeah it's, it's really been a great year for movies
0: and this is something ty and i just love to do at the end of every year is share our top 10 lists um so i hope you all enjoyed listening ty if you want to close it out
1: yeah i mean like you mentioned top 10 lists right at the end of the year are great but we love doing top 10 lists about everything so if you guys enjoyed listening let us know we'll we'll keep cranking movie or cranking reviews out like this yeah um but yeah thanks for listening uh happy new year's enjoy the holidays and we'll we'll catch you guys later have a great 2023 (laughs) fingers crossed